After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome to Hockey on Tap podcast. This is episode 40. 40, gentlemen. Uh, And I'm here, of course, with my... That's actually how old Steve is, right? Um, I'm your host, Bill Dean, and I'm here... uh, I said you're 40, right? Uh, And I'm here, of course, with my three co-hosts, little Steve, Schwim, and Schwartz guy. Um, Obviously, because you can see that Steve and Schwim broke up, but we'll talk about Mm -hmm. that in a little bit. Um, We are brought to you... Yep. We are brought to you by Primetime Radio, courtesy of Sam Wu. And you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Apple, Google, and uh, Apple and Google Podcasts. Whoa, 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 whoa. They broke up? I didn't yeah. know about well, this. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you. We'll, we go get another story. Don't worry. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I want to know the story now. Yeah, but we haven't even finished the intro. I haven't even. I, <laughs> no, I that doesn't matter. Five more no. words. Oh, you I messed know, up just, his intro. So, sorry about that, Billy Dean. I I, I know what it's like when, I, oh. when somebody messes up your monologue. But um, one thing is on the Facebook Live feed, subscribe to the Primetime Radio YouTube channel. That's all I wanted yeah. to say. I all like right. that. Nice. We'll, we'll add that from now on. But Spotify and iHeartRadio, please leave us a five-star review if you'd be so kind. Boys, what are we drinking? It would be nice. It would be. They don't want to do it, though. I know, I know. Sure, hey, Scott, what are you drinking? I'm on camera. All right, I'll start. So it's a cold, snowy day, so I'm going uh, back in time to a summer favorite. I am going with Mango Crushing It. Ooh, I like Because May as well. Hoping for warmer days. Yep. Here we Hopefully go. Hopefully soon. It uh, yeah, well, we'll was find not out. nice outside today. I think I got like two <laughs> no. and a half feet. Amazing. I have about 20 inches at this point now here at my house. Yeah, so. it's 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 the one thing of being a homeowner that sucks, just having to go outside and snow blow. And I, I just do it twice because mm-hmm. obviously we're waiting. We're we're you oh, know, hey baby should be here anytime soon. Hey guys, hey Steve. Um, <laughs> you, know, the, you know the baby should be here anytime soon, and you know I have to keep making sure that the you know driveway's clear so we can get in the car and run to the hospital and stuff. Just in and, case. Jeez, so uh, like I'm going between meetings outside, shoveling my, you know, shoveling the sweat my ass off, and you know me, I'm a big sweater, so you know, going in between, and then I let the dogs outside, and and Minnie can barely run, 
She has to hop everywhere, you know, because the snow is too tall for her. And then her Max hair is, and this is absolutely great podcasting. Everybody loves hearing about your dogs. Uh, I'm sure they probably would rather hear about her. dogs than whatever other yeah, nonsense we talk about. So, so whatever yeah. we Mac, Mac the say. snow just like brushes off of him. Minnie, it sticks to her in clumps. Like she has, she has snow Dreadlocks. testicles underneath her. And it's absolutely hysterical. And you have to like pull them out, but obviously you're ripping her hair out at the same time. So you're like, you don't know how to do either that or she just drips water throughout the house for the next, you know, 15, 20 minutes. So Forever. pick your poison. Um, but yeah, Steve, what are you drinking? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did, uh, so I went back to old, my old reliable Sigmeister today. Uh, I picked up this before the weekend. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They do um, Sigmeister. Let's promote Sigmeister real quick. Sigmeister just uh, released an online store in which you can uh, just add to your cart, check out for your beer, and they will deliver it within a 10-mile radius. Um, I think they actually Ooh. deliver outside of that. Um, I don't know what the what the rules are for that. but So nine minutes after they, uh, they announced that they had this, I went up, I put in my order, and um, it showed up the next day seamlessly so it's pretty awesome so go nice. check out sigmeister if you want to order some beer but i have the uss pattaya which is dragon fruit and lime it's a double i'm sorry it's an imperial ipa with dragon fruit and lime and this is another one of those uh dangerously smooth beers that's 8.5 percent, but you can totally crush it all day and then regret it in the morning well, nice. cheers cheers to that steven because it's the same There's... way that this one is eight percent and nice. you can crush it all day <laughs> Yeah, Cape May and Stigmeister are good for that. Especially Cape May. I feel like everything is 8% or higher. Uh, a lot of Even my stuff, Apple yeah, bomb. is... is the Apple Bomb is like Apple bomb so, is so easy, and it's 8.5%. I know. It's way too easy. That That's absolutely the truth. A lot of their beers are so easy to drink, and then you look at it, and you're like, whoa, I shouldn't have had four of them because <laughs> I'm not going anywhere anymore. Before you know it, you yeah. had six. <laughs> yeah. And then you're really not going anywhere, and the next day is ruined no. anyway. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Anywho, uh, so Mr. Schwim, mine's not not as easily as crushable, but very delicious. It's called Pastry Vacation by another uh, New Jersey brew, Magnify, um, in conjunction <laughs> with Tripping Animals Brewing from Doral, Florida. Um, it's an eleven percent. Okay. Uh, that doesn't sound very vegan. In- no, it's definitely not. There's lots of lactose and graham crackers and marshmallows in it. Um, I'm the trip the animals part. Unless that's there's mean. honey in them, graham crackers are vegan. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Uh, but yeah, Imper- Imperial Sour, um, 11%, I believe. Yep. Uh, blueberries, graham crackers, marshmallows. Pretty tasty. Definitely not crushable, but very, very tasty. Hmm. Well, I'll be... Well, last but not least, I have Blue Christmas by Brick City Brewing. Um, very, or very purple drink. Um, or New Jersey, yeah. Uh, yeah. What did we say? It was uh, lactose and floor de sel conditioned on blueberry puree and spruce tips. So, Uh-oh, spruce tips. Mm. It smells a little it's like spruce. It's like drinking, drinking a tree. Well, I hopefully it's yeah. not that bad. I hope we get more blueberry than anything else. But uh, Gary's liquors, not too bad. Uh, not, not too bad. To, yeah, exactly. Uh, not too bad of a place to get some brews. So check that out in uh, in Madison. Um, all right, boys. So what is the uh, what's the agenda? All right. So 
let's get to what's on tap for today's episode. Here's our weekly snapshot. Um, New York Rangers GM uh, Jeff Gordon says Tony D'Angelo has played his last game with the team. Now, I don't know if you guys have all heard, but there was a little incident uh, on su- at uh, Saturday's game. Uh, apparently, well, after uh, Sidney Crosby scored a somewhat shaky goal on Alex Georgiev, uh, Tony Angelo, uh, Tony Angelo, Tony D'Angelo, uh, kind of, I guess, found uh, Georgiev in the in the hallway and decided that he didn't like the goal and thought it was his fault. Uh, so he started to lambaste him, and they got a little physical. And apparently, rumors have it that either one of Truba or the rumor that has really been out there is that Kreider came in, pretty much, you know, pushed Tony away and punched him in the face. And the Rangers said, "That's it. They're done with this." Um, and they put him in. Like I said, that's rumors, the punching part. But uh, they st- stuck him on uh, waivers, and he has cleared waivers, so he'll probably either go down to the AHL or he'll just stay away from the team. Um, but, you know, there's other rumors that he's uh, been, you know, not so nice to the rookies and especially Keandre Miller, who obviously is black and Tony Angelo, uh, you know, has had issues with um, racism and bigotry and not being a nice person in general. Um, but, you know, and it stems even longer than this, you know, if this has been happening for a while now and, your coach or GM do not, you know, maybe they knew about this or if, and if they didn't know about it, shame on them for not knowing about it. But if they did know about it, even worse on them, they should absolutely be fired because having a locker room where bullying and, you know, apparently Tony D'Angelo, who was the one that got Keandre Miller's um, games, you know, his first goal puck, apparently he took it and kept it. I know that the, you know, Keandre Miller's uh, agent said that's not true, but there was a lot of, uh, you know, smoke around that being the case where he kind of hid it from him and didn't want to give it to him right away. Um, you know, even when they did the uh, opening skate for the Rangers, when they introduced, introduced all the players, uh, Keandre Miller's 79 and Tony D'Angelo's 77, they come out one after the other. Uh, uh, D'Angelo apparently went right to where he was supposed to go and Keandre is supposed to be right to the right of him. Keandre skated the long way around and actually stayed next to Panarin instead because he didn't want to go anywhere near him. So, you know, just the fact that these guys have allowed this situation to have, there's a little bit of factions, they say, and, you know, just the, the fact they got this bad um, is an indictment on, on my, you know, favorite team's organization, and it doesn't look good, and I don't like it very much. And like I said, if these two knew about it, they should absolutely get fired. I don't want to see them anymore. Um, there's no place in hockey for that. I don't know how they wouldn't have seen this. It's not like this is his first time, right? This is... I mean, he's he's run himself out of two organizations already. He is suspended in, um, I'm sorry, it was uh, juniors, right? The OHL. Yep. For for, um, mm-hmm. for uh, Hom- racist, bigoted, Hom- homophobic, misogynistic, yeah. homophobic, whatever mm-hmm. it might be, targeted at his own teammate. Um, and yeah, abusive official suspension. Um, so obviously, this is a recurring theme, and how you wouldn't know that this is going on. Granted, we don't know how frequently it's happening. Um, mm-hmm. Was he good up until this point, or was he like borderline up until this point? Who knows? But um, only the Rangers and their organization really knows what's being said. Um, everything else is just kind of speculation, or you know, for he said, she said type stuff. But um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I almost wouldn't even want him. In, do you even want him in your minor league affiliation? I wouldn't. 
No. I wouldn't, no, no, wouldn't, I wouldn't want him anywhere team. around the team. That's why I'm surprised they didn't um, put him on unconditional waivers to with the purpose of um, buying him out. Yeah, not buying buy him out, out, but um, he just signed like um, last terminating year. His, I'm sorry, terminating his contract. He's, he signed in the off. This is what's yeah. even dumber. He signed in yeah. the off season for a two year, nine point something million dollar yeah, contract. contract. Yeah, and you you knew he was this way last year. You know, I understand mm-hmm. Keandre Miller is now in training camp, and you know maybe you know just the fact that Keandre Miller is in there has kind of made him you know be even more of an asshole. But it, it just you can't have that yeah, in but, your organization. It just so. So here are a couple questions for me. One, where are the veterans in the locker room that kind of step up and say, "Hey, uh, quit being an asshole." Cool. Uh, Who otherwise... are they? Maybe that was maybe that was Henrik Lundqvist last season. Maybe that's why he did so well, and maybe he was the voice of reason. You eliminate him. Who are who are the, like... the veterans? I mean, I got to think have, Panarin should be Panarin, Panarin, his... yeah, Kreider at this point, you yeah. Apparently, uh, Kreider, Truba, you know. There, there are guys that just step up. That's, you know, that's the first thing, um, you know, and, and so let, let's say Keandre Miller isn't there. And, you know, what if, what if, you know, devils are playing the Rangers, it's getting heated and, and he comes up and says something to PK Subban, like what, there's no difference there. So, no. you know, like where was there, there's just so, so many different things. And, Knowing that this guy has a history, knowing knowing the, the current social climate, the, the NHL made such a big deal uh, in the return to play uh, about social justice and 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 all kinds of things. So, Talkies for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so. You know, anti-bullying. Yeah, and and a, another thing with, with the buying him out, I think, is the absolute worst thing that they could do because they're almost rewarding him for being a jerk by saying, yeah. "No, listen, here's a, here's a ton of money to go away." That's the absolute worst thing that they can do. If they can find some way to, to terminate that contract with without con- any con- compensation to him, yeah, I don't know and, how that and works, then let, let him go. Let, let him go. The then, then, I don't know what the difference is between a contract termination and a player, buyout is. Yeah, yeah you, you would think like they would now. I mean, with a player who is obviously affecting another player or, or saying things or doing things that are affecting other players on the team whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, something racial or something political or whatever, I, I think they should come up with something where, you know, because the only options right now are just, oh, you wave him and he gets sent down to the minors and uh, you can buy him out. They, but then, like Shorts guy said, you're rewarding him, basically. It's, yeah. they got to put something in place for players That's, like this. And you, you, you should know also, one more thing, I'll let you, then I'll let you get in Shorts guy. He, didn't, he was a first-round draft pick by Tampa. He didn't play a single second for that team. He was traded. And they knew he had issues when they drafted him. They thought, oh, maybe they can help this kid and get him on the right path. He didn't play a single second mm-hmm. for the team. He was traded. Uh, I think that maybe says something right there that, like, this kid is not able to be, you know, help. you can't change him, you can't teach him, you can't get him to do, you know, fall in line and, and, and do what you want to do. So, I yeah, mean, and unfortunately, and, uh, unfortunately, you just have people that are just so so dead set in their ways that they they don't change or they don't yep. want to change, uh, you know. And you know, you you want to hope that that everyone can, but he's he's absolutely showing that he can't. And I know that when the Rangers released him, uh, you know, I I know a lot about him just just from my conversation with you guys. Um, but there were a lot of Devils fans in different Devils groups that were like, oh, maybe we should sign him. Maybe we should sign him. And all my thought was like, yeah, no, 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 no. 
that would be yeah well they had they had no idea because it really wasn't yeah i mean outside of the rangers organization i don't know how well this was publicized un, un, until the whole twitter debacle blew up and then people started to really see what was going on i, I don't think there was a, a a real big deal made about him or his actions you know for it to be league-wide um and then I don't know why, but my 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 next thought was like, well, Arizona sounds like a good home for him because they, <laughs> they, they tend to attract that kind of crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's had a, he's had an issue on every level that he's played at. Like, yeah. The, no matter where he's been, so there's been an issue. There's a some sort of issue. There's a common. What does that tell so you? So what's the common denominator? The common denominator is him. Yeah. You know, and yeah. unfortunately, it can't be all these organizations. It's. it's no, it, it it can't be, and and change won't occur until he realizes and looks and looks in, in the mirror and says, "Listen, I got to change because I'm I'm just an asshole." Well, Which that's not gonna happen. I, it's, for a while. It sounds like, well, it, and that's what it sounds like. That from what you guys were were, were sending uh, yesterday, the day before, that it he's he's he doesn't fall too far from the tree with his with his dad. I guess his dad is very yep. similar, uh, you know, and and that's one of those things where that's going to be such a hard cycle to break, uh, and then. Unfortunately, unless he breaks it, if he has any children, they're probably going to be the same way. And that's how it's all. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's down to like that's how that's how he was raised. I know when I was telling you guys, there's an interview with his father, um, where when he was suspended for for saying those comments to his own teammate, his father said that mm -hmm. I would have been suspended too because I say those same words every day. Like he, yeah. almost like he's proud of he's proud of him because that's just uh, that's just how he's raised how he uh, and he he boiled it down to where they grew up and and the people that they grew up around and that's just the culture of that area and that's not an where excuse at all uh, somewhere um, yeah, South Philly Jersey. area but in New Jersey yeah yeah, yeah. he went to okay. Brick I think yep um, anyway I mean I right so one of the you know the Rangers had an issue you know, with Condre Miller's opening press conference on um, over Zoom where they got bombarded by a bunch of racist a-holes, you know, just saying nasty racist stuff to, to Keandre while he was, you know, being interviewed for his first press conference as a Ranger after he signed his deal. So, you know, they known that, you know, this kid obviously has been, you know, treated badly in the past. And why wouldn't you try to protect that kid? And, and is, Keandre Miller looks awesome, by the way. Like, he's playing against yeah, he Pittsburgh. Strong. And he looks like the best defense. Him and him and Adam Fox are the two best defensemen on the Rangers squad. So the fact that you can't protect him is is BS. Uh, and he, oh, now maybe Jack. now that they oh, released him finally. But I mean, I, I don't know. We don't know how long this has been going on for. One can only yeah. assume that it's, it's it's been a constant. But we don't know how. Maybe mm -hmm. this drew the line because there was an actual physical altercation. Um, and but it, it yeah, is a shame. I mean, so then, a little more. So, so, so then you really have to think was, you know, did the Rangers as an organization take everything from the return to play that the, like all the initiatives of the hockey for everyone that, that any, that the NHL put out, did the Rangers even consider that to be a, a legitimate movement or did, did they only fall in line because the league told them they had to? Like there's, there's a lot that is, there are a lot of different layers to this that you really have to wonder, like, you know, Quinn should have been on this, like where the hell was he? You know, like you said, that, you know, he's got to be uh, held accountable. The GM, the organization, you know, maybe, you know what, Billy Dean, maybe, maybe this is that, maybe this is finally that moment where you guys get an owner that's not Dolan. 
Cause, well, I mean, you know, he's, I've wanted him I, gone for a while now, so that's not going to. Because he's, he, he's not, not, not too good of an individual himself. So you, you got to wonder, does this come from the top? All right, quickly, uh, uh, trivia question on the Rangers thing. Uh, Artemi Panarin oh, skating this 400th game, 424 points in those 400 games. What are the four quicker, uh, four active players that have more points quicker in quicker than 400 games? Crosby, active? Ovechkin, uh, Crosby, Ovechkin, McDavid, and one more, Malkin. Mm. Malkin, there you go. Nice. Hey. Been I said right. two names. But, but back to. You know, just the Rangers thing. You know, it's a shame because Tony D'Angelo has actually a ton of talent. You saw it last year where he gets f- over 50 points and he's the sixth leading scorer for defensemen. So he's yeah, got the Norris talent. Trophy votes. Yeah. I mean, it just. Not that he was going to win it, but he had votes. No. But you, you can't yeah. have someone like yeah, that. More votes than we have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, you know, there's also rumors apparently about how, every, you know, a couple guys in the locker room thought Tony should have been the an assistant captain over Truba. I mean, I don't know yeah, who those players are, but you got to get rid of those no. players just as quickly. Um, <laughs> they said there are factions that it's, it's you know, there's a group of Lemieux, um, Strom, and Tony D'Angelo, and then maybe one or two other players that, that are, like, really tight. And if those morons all think that he is a captain material, um, I, I want all – Three of those idiots gone as quickly as possible. So Lemieux well, would be um, right. Yeah, he would be. I mean, he's just as dumb. Hey, yeah. You know what'll, you, you, and you know what'll probably happen is no one in the league will sign him. He'll probably be blackballed, but then he'll go over to the KHL and make a ton of money. So probably he could really be like a really really football. good player in the KHL and probably do yeah. really well. He'd be a top player. Yeah. 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 And he'll make a ton of money, and he won't change, and it's just going to get worse because yeah. he'll get worse. You no. Know, yeah. Over. Especially because if he goes over in Russia, you know, Russia is is far from, uh, you know, I know we have our problems here in this country, but if you want to see real problems, systemic problems, go yeah. to Russia. Like, like Russia, well, like, like, look at what they're doing to to people who are uh, opposing uh, Putin. You know, like yeah. they're just locking them up. Like, hey, sorry, you're going in jail. Like, you know, he he tried to allegedly poison his biggest. Yeah. Critic, yeah. You know. Well, he's the guy who's running the political rival. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and there's there there are racist racist issues that happen in Russian soccer that happen in, in European soccer. So it's it's alive and well in Europe too. So he's just he's just gonna go. The thing with Europe is a lot of people are a lot more open than people are in this country, and you know he's just gonna go there and it's it's gonna be no one's gonna care. He's gonna yeah. you know be brought in and paid for his skills. Uh, not for his personality, and he's just going to not change. And then not having that, I guarantee if he goes and plays in the KHL, uh, he's, his uh, his fake Twitter handle will be gone, his real one will be back, and he will <laughs> oh, probably his, just... His burner account is already gone. The burner account fantastic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one's already um, already gone. Dean's burner phone. Yeah, Dean's... The, the, Dean's the burner burner account will, will pop up, but if he goes to KHL, he's just going to have his... his his other account back, and then he's just it, – it's probably going to be worse. Yeah, there's, So the saga um, continues. <laughs> well, the only, thing, the only thing that we can do, and, uh, you know, this might be – for all we know, this might be too late for when this happened, and it should have happened a long time ago, so we can criticize all we want. But the only thing – if we can root this guy out of our league, then that's a win. Wherever he ends up, mm-hmm. it sucks. You can't just ostracize the guy from – everything because he's just gonna he, there's he's gonna find something it's just it exists there's a lot of leagues out there and 
they're willing to take a guy that's that's good because he's he's a hell of a player. Um, so, but it's a win if he's out of the league for us because yeah. that kind of garbage uh, doesn't belong anywhere near this at this sport but you know if it's if it's out of our league fine then that's kind of what we have to uh just applaud is that it, it eventually the right anywhere, thing like let alone in yeah. hockey we know it doesn't no, belong in the in the freaking world and you would think that you know everybody would do the right thing but unfortunately that's not a collective mentality in this world that you know we're all going to be kind to each other and and accepting um so he yeah. will he'll probably continue. I'm sure he'll continue down the same route that he's been going. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not much he might you can get do a, about it. But. He might get another NHL shot. I mean, there are dumb teams, dumb GMs and dumb right. owners. I don't think any, any no time soon. This is going to no. maybe in a, yeah. a few years down the line, to, he might end up coming back yeah. maybe. But Yeah. Um, otherwise, you get, him, you get him for free. I mean, his contract <laughs> sucks, but teams could have gotten him for free right now. So if they really thought the – the talent was there and he's young. Um, they would have just picked him off waivers. If nobody picked him up off of waivers now, he's not going anywhere. So, no, but he needs to be um, out of, out of everything, even the minors. Yep. That, that uh, team would be destroyed socially. If, if they claimed him, if any team claimed him, they would have yeah. had like a, a sh- mm-hmm. pardon my French, but they would have shit storm of media and everything. <laughs> like, why are you signing this kid? Why would you, after everything that you know about him, why would you claim him off waivers? Yeah, well, so he no just team, dealt with no the whole thing, and he dealt with the whole draft pick in in Arizona. And now, if it's one thing that he was already on the team, but now for somebody to openly just pick him up, yeah, they get a lot of criticism. That's my other oh, cat yeah, down here playing mm-hmm. with my cord, by the way. Yeah, nice. Show him <laughs> uh, so all the cats come out. Just, just quickly looking back on it, how bad is that uh, Arizona for uh, Arizona Rangers trade now? Ranta and Stepan for Tony D'Angelo and uh, Leah Sanderson. So great, yeah. good job, Rangers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your franchise yeah, is really doing happens. well there, Dean. Well, <laughs> well we still have still, the number one overall pick. Still, and, yeah, you'll be you'll be fine. It's just uh, yeah. there's no one no one makes a hundred percent great transactions. Listen, yeah, he has trades coming from, coming from rarely pan out, but your draft he, picks and your signings are okay. Yeah, he wouldn't yeah. have. Uh, Aaron, <laughs> Aaron, much. Aaron, at least. Yeah, yeah. And Aaron's a great signing. There have been not so great signings in the past. Uh, also, oh, no, Zabinijad was traded. That worked out. And then he signed. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's that was a fantastic a trade. trade, by the way. That was, that, was Broussard, that was Broussard and like a seventh for Zabinijad and a second round pick. So, I mean, we... Yeah, that, was good. Yeah, that worked work. out. Chaka um, got that one right. Yeah. yeah. Chaka. Uh, <laughs> um, Chaka. Yeah, I mean, there's there's been some really bad signings, really bad trades, but uh, you know, I like the the shape of the team still. I think that uh, between Fox and who's still fantastic, I know you know guys on here saying that uh, you know uh, Ty Smith is better than Fox. I mean, let's let them have a season first, but um, you know, the ups on this team are you know can be very very high, very hard, you know, very large. Obviously, he had, you know, Lafreniere got his first goal. Um, and very good goal, by the way. He's been on the doorstep for a lot of opportunities, so he's definitely had had uh, chances. And you know, people calling him a bust are just morons. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I like where the team's going on. But Single let's turn it out. Of games, he's a bust. Yeah, people call him a bust um, just because yeah, they well, want him to be a bust. Well, yeah, most of, of them are Dallas fans on Twitter too. Yeah, most yeah. of them are Dallas yeah. fans. Yeah, on Twitter, I mean, so. 
Yeah, I mean, I've I, I I've hoped he was a bust, but it's it's the yeah. season is so <laughs> it's so young. That's, like I I still have hope he's a bust. Like it's only nine games in. I still have listen, hope, I, but uh, and and, and that hope comes from nowhere. Suck. But deep inside, for my it's my it's my hatred for the Rangers. That's all. Uh, not for him personally, but you know, it's it's nine games in. I mean, the Devils dealt with it last year. I mean, Jack Jack Hughes didn't have you know uh, yeah. a it's seven goals blowout in season. Game. Yeah, so it's you know these the, these guys you know these kids I should say you know coming in they're they're coming into the best league into the world and they have to adjust yeah. and it's like what it's like playing anywhere you have to adjust so to call them a bust now you know let's not also forget too that uh, we also live in a culture that that uh, thrives on instant gratification yeah. uh, and that instant gratification isn't there for first overall picks like very rarely do you see someone step into the lineup that's first overall eighteen nineteen. And just blows the doors off their opposition. Yeah, so I mean, you just saw. Just, it doesn't happen. You just saw a couple of those, basically those names that we just named before for that trivia question was just was basically it. Yeah. You know, McDavid, McDavid, Ovechkin. Been a while. Malkin, Matthews, Austin Matthews. Yeah, that huge. Awesome yeah. Yeah. Opening night. I would say Matthews, goals. and I would say um, uh, uh, McKinnon as well. Uh, McKinnon had a really good rookie season. It's just the two years uh, after that. He won the Calder, but I don't think it. I think right. what do you have yeah. like sixty points or something, maybe not even that. Yeah, I'll look it up. It was, it was like uh, Pilat and Johnson in for the Calder. I guess it was like pedestrian compared to the the other names we just named. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Crosby and Ovechkin each had over a hundred points. Well, yeah, and McDavid would have had it if he didn't get injured. Imagine two Calder candidates in the same year had over a hundred points apiece. That's insane. <laughs> in fact, I think mm. Ovechkin had yeah. one hundred and ten. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, he was awesome. Um, yeah, and you don't see that all the time, so yeah, we don't even see so, hundred point scores, let alone two eighteen-year-olds. Nope. <laughs> Although yeah, I think we're going to. Uh, well, if this was a full season this year, the way McDavid and Drysider are playing, they would easily both eclipse the hundred points. Yeah, it would be even easily. more incredible if they somehow end end up doing it with this fifty game, fifty six hey, game season. Who knows? They could. It's, it's it. They're that good. I have to look this up, but yeah. it just it, it feels like that. This is not a goalie season. This is a uh, this is a scorer season. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe it'll tighten up. It'll hopefully tighten up within another two weeks. Like once everyone's got the kinks out. But as of right now, man, it's looking like such a scorer season, and uh, goalie numbers are just going to be horrendous this year. Well, so. So McDavid has 22 points in eight games. He, sorry, 22 <laughs> points in, uh, yeah, in eight games. Sorry, uh, Drysidle has 21 points in eight games. Marner has 14 points in eight games. McKinnon has 14 points in eight games as well. Van Riemsdyk's actually up there with 13 points. Backstrom 13. That's Kopitar 12. Uh, Quinn Hughes 11. He's been awesome. Although he's a minus four. Um, and then Eichel at uh, 11 points minus six. Mark Stone's been really well, JJ. been really good. Uh, Kel McCarr, 11 points as well, plus eight. Um, he's been yeah. fantastic. No one wants to give him credence, son, but I've I've been on him for, since day one. Uh, We've been giving him credit. Uh, you think that uh, everyone else is going to be better? I think he's the best defenseman in the league. He's on my damn he's fantasy team. What? So yeah. So who? I got who did you on say? Him. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. Oh, by the way, by the way, how, how about how I, about me I, inadvertently I mailing so it like in this week? I have like the second week? worst one. 
What was that, Shorts? How about how about me how about me finally getting a win after inadvertently mailing it in this week in fantasy? Yeah, I got a win uh, too. Poor Kevin. Poor I got a win, but that's only anyway. because Marty Lynn's sitting alone in uh, place. Yeah, Marty Lynn is undefeated. <laughs> we got to we we got to knock him off that pedestal. Yeah, he's I'm playing um, right high horse right now. So it, so going going back to those stats, Billy Dean. Um, who who had twenty two points in eight games? I I forget who you said. I started doing some McDavid, thinking. McDavid. All right, so McDavid's got twenty two in eight games. He's got eight goals and fourteen if, assists. If Bonkers. he continues this streak, which I know is probably un like, like unobtainable, he could potentially have a hundred points going at this pace. Yeah. He could potentially have 100 points in 40 I, games. I, I, I honestly think he could do it. Times 56. He'd have 154 points if he keeps up this pace. Here, no, no, no. I think he, if, uh, I think he can get to 100. He's on pace he for 112 in 56 games. That'd be yes. good enough to win 10 of the last 11 scoring titles in only 56 games. Did you say games. he had 22 in 8 games? Isn't that what you said? Yeah, 22 in 8. That's what yeah, uh, ESPN. That's 2.75 that's points per game. Times he can easily get two points every night. Easily. 150. Like not even trying. Yeah, easily. Right, just, just this week. Just this week I think just this week could do it too. Just this week in fantasy, he got me four goals, eight assists in four games. He was a minus two, though. He had five points last night and was a minus one. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hard. Uh, two goals, six assists on the power play. He got, me, he got, third me, 40, he got me 40 points this week in fantasy. <laughs> That's what yeah, I know, want to know. That's insane. And you still won. That's insane. Yeah. And you still won. I won. No, I won. I won. I won. I won. I won. Oh, okay. Who did you play? Uh, I don't remember. I thought I, I played you. Maybe I played your brother. Where no, I played, I played Kevin. Oh, that's Pecker. Who's, yeah. That's Pecker. Yeah, I beat Pecker. <laughs> so, uh, so I beat your brother. Yeah, no one cares you. about our games, though. So. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, you know, Mika Randon also seven goals. He's looked really good. Um, Claude Giroux, uh, ten points in ten games. There's been a lot of guys that have that have had a really good season. Up oh, and Rangers scored. Who is that? I don't even know who seventeen is. Some schmuck. Uh, oh, it's it's Kevin Rooney. Kevin Rooney. Kevin Rooney. <laughs> Devil All Star. Um, yeah. Oh, All right. So my, speaking of the Devils, my poor Devils. Ten devils on the COVID nineteen list. The next three Damn. games will be postponed. Blackwood, Johansson, uh, Quokinen, McLeod, uh, Palmieri, Zaka, Zajac, Dell, Vatnin, and Carrick all on COVID list. Um, yep. Vegas has also postponed one game and is looking to postpone two more. And then Blackhawks nixed a practice over COVID concerns. So you know COVID rearing its ugly head again. Shorts guy, tell us about your team. Yep. All right, so out of those out of those ten, three are on for for protocol reasons. Uh, Carrick for family issues; he just had a kid. Yep. Uh, Vatnin and Dell are there for quarantine because it's protocol. Yep. Uh, Blackwood was on there. This is his eleventh or twelfth day, so he's been on there for quite with with no information either. Uh, wow. I can't remember who went who went on there first, whether Paul Mary or. Zajac, but one of them went on there, and it was—it seemed kind of odd that they—they they went on there like between the second Flyer game and the first Buffalo game, and it was kind of like one of those things, like, well, that's odd. He's on, but no one else is. Uh, and then this weekend occurred, 
and then today we we broke news on the Let's Go Devils podcast that you know we added another, uh, so that would be six to the list, uh, you know, guys that played yesterday. So, you know, they're 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 taking swift action uh, with with, you know, out of those out of those ten, seven of them are currently rostered and have been playing. All facilities are closed down. Uh, the series, which I I thought we were um, going to get a chance to talk about, Stephen, was the series coming up between uh, us and you guys. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then and then after after that, we were going to be able to come home and and put another beat down on the Rangers. Nope. But unfortunately, unfortunately, that beat down is going to have to wait. Um, we were uh, looking at the schedule and just trying to think. Like I don't envy anyone who's got to reschedule these games and where you're going to put them. Yeah. There's there's gonna end up being a couple back-to-backs out of this uh, schedule change, I and I don't know if they're allowed to do it, but I I don't see them not being able to get away from doing three in a row. Uh, it's just it, the schedule looks so compacted, uh, and then also Billy Dean, I was thinking about this. Maybe we take that Ranger game that uh, we were gonna play against you guys, and just smash it into the beginning of that of that week where we play you uh, four times and make it five. Yeah. And just really uh, have a knockdown dragout week. Oh yeah. man! Which we're we're we're, we're dubbing on the Let's Go Devils podcast. That that's going to be dubbed Ranger Hate Week. Uh, it's just going to be <laughs> a week of hatred against the Rangers. But other right. than that, like those those Pittsburgh games, I don't know where they're like I don't know where they're going to put any of these games. That's assuming that we don't have to call off that next game against Pittsburgh next Tuesday. Uh, you know who yeah. knows what's going to happen. And the the unfortunate thing is. It seemed like that that, you know, opposite to your Rangers, Dean, our locker room seemed like it was getting along really well. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the video of Lindy Ruff coming into the locker room and the team coming to the locker room after Sunday. Uh, they they all were were cheering and and still you know sticking it to Mikey McLeod for having two two goals in the game. Um, you know, Lindy Ruff comes into the locker room, you know, congratulates Comrie for. His first NHL win, and then he goes, "Oh, and PK wasn't a minus for the first time all season," and like every, it got a good laugh of that of everyone in the room. But that's one of those things that, like, you, you watch that video, and you know, we the the four of us play together, and we all we all razzing each other. But a lot of times, when you're razzing on each other and having a good time, you're playing really well. And I was I when I saw that video, I was like, "Man, this is this looks like a team that that is gelling, is playing well." You know the I know the the flyer series didn't go very well, but the locker rooms you know getting along. The locker room seems like they they want to play with each other and for each other. You know it just kind of sucks that this is when it happened. Yeah, I'm not worried about um, them losing that uh, camaraderie though. There there you get that a lot with these teams that um, the, uh, let's I mean in all honesty there wasn't a lot of high expectations, so you play a lot looser that no. way. And uh, yeah. you can, you, know, you I think it's a lot easier on you when there's not as much to. There's not like the fans aren't expecting you to win the Stanley Cup. Um, you know, it's you're just there to to play, play hard, win games, and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's very easy going when that happens. You sometimes get the best out of a player when uh when that's the mentality. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and I don't expect them to lose that. I just I just hate seeing. You know, just having seen the way it was yeah. on Sunday, and then to see this pause. But then that also is is bringing up the question: If all Devils facilities are supposed to be closed, does Binghamton, who's playing in the same building, do they have to pause as well? 
that's what uh, we're going to try to find out and see the fan address on Wednesday, because they we have someone coming in and talk, uh, from from Binghamton. But like, what is that? How does that impact Binghamton being in the same building? Because I guarantee they're using, unless they have those two teams segregated, using separate workout facilities per team. Uh, I know they have separate locker rooms, but at, you know, at some point you got to assume that they're sharing some kind of resources there in that building. So how does that impact Binghamton? I, I haven't seen that yet. Uh, it's, it's also been a couple, what, only about three hours since this has come out. So, yep. you know, that it's a snowball effect. Yeah, and I think it could all change it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think the four of us and, and a lot of those, a lot of everyone watching and listening, you know, um, aside from the fact that, you know, this, this, this is really bringing home that COVID is, if you didn't already realize that COVID is very real. Um, yeah. but the snowball effect of when, you find out that someone that you're associated with is been tested positive. That snowball effect when you start going through your Rolodex and your in your head of like, who have I seen since I saw that person? Who do I have to worry about contacting? And then compact that, you know, you know, it, it, it just it it's it, it grows exponentially. So that's one of those things that I'm sure will come out, and I'm sure that you have, you know, not only not only the Devils but the Binghamton Devils, um, the Binghamton Newark Devils, I guess. Uh, now they have to, depending on what their situation in the building is, uh, they the that team, their staff, any family that's with them. Now all of a sudden it's, it it grows very quickly. So it, it's you know I'm sure. You have to think about the the team they they just played Buffalo right and they test positive in a row. today. Yeah. Chances are there was some sort of shedding last night. So now you gotta. Pay close attention yeah. to the team. It's just like with the Penguins as well. Um, Capocacco was just placed on the COVID list right today, mm-hmm. um, and they just played. Um, yeah, yeah, Caco was. Yeah, mine. So and they, just, yeah, he's the only Capocacco, I believe, in the league. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, any other you, no, 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 no. But you said Penguins, and then you said Capocacco. I was like, wait, what? I didn't see. Yeah, Capocacco. Yeah. He was placed in COVID protocol today. Uh, it just played Pittsburgh on um, what's today Monday uh, Saturday right yeah. so chances are there was exposure so now is this going to be just the one thing that is su- surprises me is that they don't do any rapid tests at all no um, and I know that they're the Which rapid tests is... aren't foolproof but still I mean it's it's that you know they take the test and then you got to wait the 24 48 hours to get the results back then you find out it's positive. So you were positive when you took the test, right? So mm-hmm. they were, you know, chances are the Devils players were positive yesterday. Whenever the hell they took mm-hmm. the test, maybe it was Saturday. So they were probably positive in the interim of that. Not probably, definitely, because the test came back positive. So that's a problem. And yeah, I don't I, know if it's it's going to, you know, eventually they're going to run out of space unless they're just going to, pro- I don't know how much longer they can prolong the leak. Yeah, or or go to or go to a points per game model where they just take whatever they would have potentially won and you know try to figure it out that way. You know, and it you know, ver, you know the 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 swab test versus the rapid test. It, it's kind of like six of one, half dozen of the other when it comes to the testing. It's you know that that rapid test is um, you know people that I, I've spoken to that it you know, and I know your parents are in the medical field, Stephen. Uh, someone that I talked to that's a nurse said that, you know, the hospitals won't, won't take the rapid test result. They want that, you know, that nasal swab test result for, uh, 
just because of the, the the potential of the false negative or positive. So it, I would almost prefer that the league does do that more, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? The, the, the more reliable test, but you're right. It, it does give that lag time. Both. I mean, I think they should do both. It could do I both. Think... Yeah. They, it, you, you could do both at the same time. And, and if, if one comes back negative, you know, you're, you know, yeah, yeah, should yeah, still yeah, cut. Oh yeah. Well then, then the NHL should, should start following suit. Cause I know who was it from the Islanders? Uh, was it, um, oh damn. Someone from the Islanders was, was on the COVID protocol list for like a day and then was back, uh, I guess because of testing. I forget who that was. It was like a week or two ago. So, so exposure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so some of these guys go on the list. So Capocaco could be on that list for just potential exposure, test negative and be good. So that, and that's really what I was hoping for, for Mackenzie Blackwood that it was like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, maybe he just thought he was exposed and then, you know, they did a test, you know, he'll do a test. He'll be negative and we'll be back with the team. But you know, it, this is, you know, it's, you know, we, we had kind of all joked that, you know, if this was going to happen, you know, when, when the Dallas went through this, we're like, oh, of course it's going to be in Dallas. If this is going to happen for the first time. And then uh, Carolina went through it. You know, your team got screwed there, Schwim, when all those cancellations. Yep. Um, but Dallas and, now, and Carolina. And now we're getting. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, so now what, what is arguably probably the most competitive division is now going to be uh, beginning to be screwed. Uh, and, you know, here's hoping there aren't any more or any further cancellations out of this, but, you know, potentially this, this division, which was going to be the most competitive is, is now going to be thoroughly screwed. On the plus side uh, for me, it gives the Penguins some, uh, an opportunity to get some friggin' healthy defensemen. Hey, and there's practice. a uh, healthy defenseman sitting on the waiver wire right now. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> no, thank you. No, thank um, you. Two guys I follow on Twitter real fast. Uh, they go Black, Blackwell and Malkin tied in points this season. You just hate to see it. Yep. <laughs> and then, then That's terrible. the better news is Luke Hughes will look damn good next Adam Fox for years to come. Hashtag Rangers suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Um, I just saw that uh, um, Nick Suzuki is on a 68 point streak and is the, only the second player in NHL history to start the season with that streak on the road. So that's pretty impressive. Um, mm-hmm. Sergey Bobrovsky is already playing less, so they think that he actually could be cut next season. That's pretty impressive. Oh. And Blake Wheeler, Blake Wheeler picked up his 500th career assist uh, Saturday uh, against the Senators. So good job, Blake. Good job, Blake. Yeah, but um, you know what? You know what though? You, but but then you look at that gold medal game of World Juniors, and both of those starting goaltenders are property of the Panthers. Uh, yeah, so Panthers, I fail yeah. to believe. I fail yeah. to believe the Panthers, if they get rid of Bobrovsky, I fail to believe that they're going to be uh, without good goaltending for very long. Well, Drinker's not bad. I don't think he's a starter starter, but no. If they're dead set on just like okay, we need to just figure out how to get these guys into Spencer Knight is probably closer than um. Levi. You gotta groom him to eventually be your yeah. your number one. Yeah, but I don't think playing yeah, behind totally. Sergei Bobrovsky is the answer either. So, and that contract is just such a albatross. Albatross. Yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of albatrosses, the San Jose Sharks are currently last in the West. They have Carlson, thirty years old, seven years left, eleven point five million. 
Brent Burns, Ooh. 35, five years left, $8 million a year. Vlasic, 33 years old, <laughs> six, six years left, $7 million a year. Uh, Martin Jones, 31, four years left, $5.75 million a year. Uh, Logan Couture, Ugh. 31, seven years left, $8 million a year. And Evander Kane, 29, five years left, $7 million a year. Yikes. That is Yikes bad. Is right. uh, yeah. On that, Murray yeah, got that's not a, lot of, a lot of guys not performing and they're making yes, big Yes, he bucks. did. Hey. All right. uh, we saw um, uh, we saw Ovechkin come back uh, this past Saturday. He had the game winner uh, after that four-game COVID protocol. A um, couple really nasty goals from uh, Texier in the shootout for Columbus. That goal was awesome. Um, and then that McDavid awesome. in overtime. Uh, we're actually just watching it right now. Uh, the McDavid goal. Um, Pierre Luc Dubois' agent called out Tortorella this. Uh, I think it was yesterday or, or Sunday or Saturday. <laughs> I mean. Um, of course. Here's this quote. From day one of camp, John Tortorella wanted to expose Pierre-Luc Dubois. This included going on radio the second week, which made it more difficult for GM Yarmo Kukalainen to do his job. Now he continues to use different media platforms trying to justify his position. I have not heard Paul Maurice once say anything about a trade request from both Liney or Roslovich. Uh, this could have been Operation Submarine, but oh well, Torts wasn't able to help himself. So... You know, obviously bad blood between Torts and his former star. Um, you know, it's just, it is a shame for Columbus because they did lose a fantastic player and someone that they could have grown with. Obviously, now they get the second overall pick in that same draft. Um, yep. And, you know, Line is already speaking highly about how he wants to stay there long term. I don't think that's going to happen for either player, but um, we shall just see. Just like Parisi said he wanted to stay long term here. Yeah, yeah. Just like uh, Tavares, too. Um, Tavares said, yeah, I want to be an Islander. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Kevin yes. Kevin Fiala. I don't know if you guys saw this. Hit. He was suspended three games for boarding Derek Roy. Um, mm. I mean, that's it was a brutal play. He, I mean, it's not Derek Roy is still playing. If he just yeah he, yeah. And you know that's uh, crazy. That was <laughs> Derek Law. Son of a bee. Is it Learn Derek Law? New every day. <laughs> Did I screw it up, Derek Law? Is it is another? Uh, is it another Law? There's a Law. Yes. It, His name's Law. I don't know what his first Derek name Roy. is. Okay, I don't know if <laughs> Derek Roy. That's good for LA. Ah, whatever. I don't care anymore. All right, so it's not Derek um, Roy. All right. Well, I thought it was Derek, <laughs> not Roy. Derek Roy. Unless they have the same name. Um, it could, they could, they might have the same name. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I don't know if you guys saw the play. It was, you know, he put, he, he's kind of chasing him down for like 40 feet. And as they go on the boards, Roy kind of falls and like trips over himself. And Fiala just extends his hands. And luckily he put his head back and his whole body was like, you know, here's the boards. It was like this kind of thing, and it did not look Ugh. pretty. Um, but yeah, I mean, just I know Fiala is not a repeat offender, but just guys, you, maybe they should just put a giant stop sign on the back of where their numbers are because no numbers just hockey signs. players are just morons. No. Like they just get dumb. Yeah, sometimes. they they are, they are. But you know, and this is this is you, you've seen some of this in in the in the leagues that we coach in. Uh, oh yeah, they. Bad. It, it seems like players are not being taught to protect themselves anymore uh, because a lot of they, they make it very easy to, you know, and, and rightfully so, give a penalty for boarding or head contact or things of that nature, which they should. But what you're starting to see, at least we are, we're starting to see the trend where, where players are starting to, some players are starting to put themselves in that position to draw that penalty. 
uh, or mm -hmm. they're not protecting themselves when they go into the boards, and they're going into the boards with their numbers facing out, which if, if someone is, you're right, hockey players are dumb, and if, <laughs> if you are under the assumption that you're going to be saved by, you know, oh, the ref's going to call it, or this and that, and you don't protect yourself, you, it's, it's on you as well. Uh, now, I haven't seen this this particular play, so I'm not really commenting mostly on that. This is just one of those things where it's like, hockey players are stupid, but at least what we're seeing on our end, and you may be seeing on your end too there, Dean, it, it seems like there's a lot of a lot of teaching, there's less teaching about protecting yourself, uh, and yep. more so relying on refs to call the penalty to eradicate the game of dumb plays like that, instead of players looking out for themselves, which yep. is a problem, and if, if that continues... I don't know what it's like outside of New Jersey. I don't know if, if Pennsylvania, New York, Connecticut high school hockey has different rules. But at least here in New Jersey, like those those little stop signs, you know, you see them on, on youth player jerseys. Um, but those same <laughs> players that are wearing them are also throwing themselves into those those bad situations. So it's like you you got to teach the the player to receive the check and to be smart as well. Do, yeah. do we think it's a, a matter of time before they like get rid of hitting and, and whatever altogether? It's going to be like an all-star game out there. I, I hope I mean, they tried the fighting, they tried the fighting is almost gone. I think the next yeah, step but, is like but, but hitting last game we saw, I think we just saw Kyle Clifford and uh, Getzlaff go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. So, like, you know, that's still around. I like that it's not, you know, just two goons. Just I don't want it to go away. I'm not saying I want it to go away. Fighting. Yeah, I mean, but you saw the whole Ottawa thing where, um, you know, they tried mm -hmm. to cut it out for uh, just the province, you know, checking because they believed that would stop COVID. Like, like the guy going next to you and try to steal the puck is any better than, than you just yeah. fighting? For yeah, it's... it's. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen because then it's just a different game and you're not playing hockey anymore, so... Um, you know what it turns into? It, it, it What it turns into at that point, it's going to turn into what the NFL is turning into. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's all I don't know if it's that bad. <laughs> Uh, but but if you start taking hitting out, it's going to turn into the way the NFL is turning, where every little touch is or a a, a hit Five. turns into a, a penalty really quickly, and then if it really gets worse, it'll turn into basketball, which every little you know poke of the finger oh, to yeah. another player is a oh, foul. That's, funny. that's the yeah, last. That's one speaking of bone storm, should we all wear our bone storm jerseys next next week? Ooh, I'm in. We can do that. We could do that. Um, we should do, we should do an all. My... We should do an all Bone Storm podcast where we only talk about Bone Storm. Ooh, we're gonna lose <laughs> no one will listen. <laughs> oh man, we would, our, our live numbers will go down so quickly. Oh we my could god, just tell... our three viewers would go down to negative somehow. We could we could just talk about Marty's stories. We'll just have Marty come on the podcast and tell his stories. That's true. Marty's got yeah, some good stories. Yeah, but we want. Yeah, but we want our podcast to like thrive and and to to not grow, not not be not not be yeah. banished from the internet. Yeah. If Marty starts telling some of his That's stories, true. we will be such ba we'll be banished um, from the internet so quickly. Yes. Uh, Leafs are rotating Jason Spezza in and out of the lineup. Uh, Thornton skating again. Um, some rumors, and this involves Steve. Uh, so oh mm -hmm. Steve is going to be traded from Bonestone. Yes, uh, and this was Thank a rumor, God. obviously, that's been out there. Letang, <laughs> that a, a potential Latang trade was the reason behind Rutherford resign, resigning. Um, there was a port of a disagreement with management over trading the star D-man, supposedly was working on a deal that ownership squashed, and multiple sources have confirmed it. that. Right, Not so. buying it. If... Multiple sources, including a Pittsburgh radio guy. Well, he went on... He went on Pittsburgh radio and basically laughed it off. And that's not like Rutherford at all. So if there was any truth to it, there would have been more 
to his comments. But at the same time, somebody would have known if there was talks about Latang or even Malkin potentially moving somewhere or being discussed with another GM. Um, Freeman would have said something. Um, McKenzie would have well, said something. Dreger, Dreger would have said something. Friedman did say that he, because uh, Vancouver's in the in the market for a defenseman, and they said they're interested in Dunn, uh, Mete, Dermot, and Latang. So he did mention his name as being interested. Um, but I I'm, I'm just not. I'm not hashtag, buying that. That's the reason. I think it was. Hashtag, I broke hashtag it down. Move Malkin. Let's get it going. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag, well, hashtag move, move Malkin. Malkin power play. Do it. Um, hey, Malkin for Colin Blackwell right now. What I'm saying... You could get so much for him. Do it. I, I'm not the friggin' GM. Well, first of all, they need to hire a GM because uh, Patrick Alvin yeah, is not exactly. going which, to. He's which, not going to make any any transactions, and neither is even if Mario Lemieux or whoever else. They're not going to make a single transaction until a new GM is hired, which they're saying is in the range of the next two to three weeks. They should have uh, somebody hired. Um, they do have a pretty extensive list. Um, with two people already backing out in uh, Chris Drury and Scott Mellenby, but yeah, Drury. They, so they have a, they have a, a list of about twenty about uh, twenty candidates. Um, we don't have all the names, but I know some of them that they were able to acquire. Patrick Alvin, obviously, will get the interview. Ron Hextall, um, Mike Fuda, Mike Gillis, John Ferguson, and Kevin Weeks actually is being considered nice. for the uh, position as well. I like yeah. it, but, um, but what I kind of I'll tell you who's preferred, so, on who's preferred and what the story is going on is Tom Fitzgerald. And I, know, I was going to bring that up. I don't know. I don't know how all of that works since he is still under contract. But number one, I don't know why the Devils wouldn't want him there, and I don't know why they haven't extended his contract. The only thing they do, they gave him like a raise, but they didn't actually extend the term. So his contract is actually up in June. And I don't know why mm -hmm. they wouldn't have extended him now, but there's, um, there's a lot between like, you know, tampering and stuff and what Pittsburgh can actually do to talk to Fitzgerald. And I don't know if potentially the devils, I guess they can release him to Pittsburgh if that's the case. Um, but I'm not entirely sure, but they that from what I hear and what I read, from sources that he is the preferred candidate, but they do have about 20 people on that list that they're going to start interviewing. So they're um, going to have to get one, somebody in quick because they're, they're, they need help. One name that obviously is not going to be available is John Chaka, who was just suspended oh, until yes. next December or next Jan season. well, January yeah. 1. Um, yeah, you know, obviously the conduct detrimental to the team, all that. Obviously he was, you know, suspected to be possibly the new president, a whole bunch of other stuff for the devils. So we'll see yeah. what happens when he does eventually come back. Um, hmm. Yeah, um, you know, maybe, uh, you know, uh, Chris Drury thinks he's going to be the new Rangers GM once Gordon gets fired because he's an idiot. Um, <laughs> uh, there's another thing for the athletic. Uh, the Rangers apparently pushed really hard for Eichel. They reportedly offered multiple firsts and top prospects. So who knows what I wonder know, if came uh, out that. Year was I, I hope God yeah, – well, well, if be, if they offered multiple firsts, Lafreniere and another big prospect, why would they? Well, I mean, I know I'm assuming star, they, like, I'm assuming they offered this before the draft, right? So multiple yes. firsts would probably be this year's first. I don't. I'm guessing. No, I don't know. I think it would have been after. I don't. Know, I don't know. No, it would have been after, right? Because that was when um, they probably offered them something so ridiculous that Buffalo's just like, 
No, that's ridiculous. We can't do that. It's like something out of a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, and then the Canes are in the market for a goalie as they lose Mrazek to an upper body injury. Yep. Uh, Ronta, anyone? So we'll see if that happens. Canes um, in the market for a goalie. I feel like that's just a given. Always. <laughs> yeah. Them and, um, them and Edmonton. Mm-hmm. The, um, the, I don't know if you guys saw this thing on ESPN about the flying V for the Muddy Ducks and how they could improve it. Did you guys see that? <laughs> no. 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 Basically, no. you know, they, they actually had analysts come in and try to make perfection. You know, <laughs> they go there like at first the guy's offsides because they drop the puck back to the last guy as they go across yep. the blue yeah, line. Yeah, that makes no sense. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but they're like, yeah, and all you have to do is just check the leading guy in line, and then all four of them just fall over, like what happened in the one against uh, what was it, Iceland or whatever? Iceland. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they're saying t- 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 that basically is coming out with that. Yeah, there's a CD, hmm? yeah, TV series on now, so that's why they did this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's but, on Disney yeah. Plus or something like that. Yeah, Disney Plus. Oh, but they're talking about how they should just invert the V, make it the opposite V, and then this way you can, uh, you know, have the player kind of guarded that way. <laughs> like that's great. <laughs> uh, just funny stuff. Uh, all right, so we'll do some trivia after this, but I, I, I want so. There was a post on NHL.com about most wins by a franchise for each goalie. So what goalie has the most wins in franchise history? Obviously, we know Bredor for the Devils. I know mine. We know the Rangers. We know – yeah, we know – yeah, obviously we know yours. Uh, So, Schwim, who is Tampa's all-time leading goals? The V. Vassy. That is true. Schwim, I mean, uh, Esteban. Yeah, it's Mike Mm -hmm. Smith. Um, Esteban, who is the Penguins? <laughs> most leading most wins. turnovers by a goaltender in Lightning franchise history. <laughs> Mark Andre Fleury. Mark Andre Fleury. Uh, yep. Other famous, uh, you know, Ducks have J.S. Jaguar. Bruins have mm-hmm. Tuca. Buffalo has Ryan Miller. Uh, Cam Ward in Carolina. Kiprasov in Calgary. Uh, Patty Wan, obviously, in. Patty Wan actually has. Does he have Colorado, too? Right? No, um, yeah, he's just Colorado. He Montreal. Montreal. Montreal is Carey Price. Yeah, yeah. yep. Carey Price. Uh, yeah. Uh, Who is Edmonton? Bob. Is it Grant Fuhr? Edmonton is Gotta Grant Fuhr, 226. Yeah. Terry Sawchuk Ooh. in De- uh, Dallas. Turco in uh, – sorry, Turco in Dallas. Terry Sawchuk in Detroit. Um, Robbie Lou in Florida. John Quick, my boy UMass. Um, yep. Pekka Rene, Nashville, Billy Smith, obviously the Islanders, uh, Craig Anderson, Ottawa Senators. Um, wow. Yeah. He was mm. there for a while. So, uh, actually, Damian so Rose. who is the only, who is the only, they weren't winning many games back then, were they? No, yeah, I think he won <laughs> oh, single no. digit games like every year. Only the Goldie <laughs> in, uh, the, for the Capitals and Winnipeg has Pavlich and Hellebuck both tied at one fifty two. Um, all right, here's yeah, the good one. There are two players on here that lead two different franchises. We've talked about one of them already. Uh, we talked about both of them already. Who are they? What lead the team? It's got to be two teams in franchise. Well, Luongo has probably. It's got to be Florida. Have both Florida and, and Vancouver. Luongo is Florida and Vancouver, and Flurry in Pittsburgh yeah. and yeah. Vegas. Pittsburgh and Vegas. 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 Yep. Pretty good. Look at that. Max. Aren't bad on trivia Woo! sometimes. Max. Maximum allowable flurry. 
I hope right. he's I hope he's on Seattle next year. <laughs> hey, that'd be I mean, there's a lot of guys probably I mean, gonna go to beat Seattle and wins. Yeah. He yeah, and then, then Vegas Golden Knight really, Vegas Golden really Knight good. expert Brett Porter can get a uh can can get a Seattle jersey and become Seattle yeah. Kraken expert yes. Brett no, no, Porter. No, 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 no. He, he is, is Seattle Kraken is expert Brett Porter. He's already the <laughs> Biggest Seattle Kraken fan. I already saw you at a jersey and everything. Um, <laughs> all right, some trivia questions because you guys love this stuff. We sure uh, do. Who was the first player to post a hundred point season for an NHL team that recorded less than twenty wins? Jesus Christ! Hundred points for a team with less than twenty wins. The team is no longer in the NHL. Ilya Kovalchuk. For the Devils? For the Thrashers. Wrong. Um, no, I don't think the Thrashers. Or, um, no, I don't think the Thrashers. Is it someone for Quebec? Yes. Joe Sackick? Okay. Joe Sackick, 1990, 1991. Yeah. 121 oh, nice. points. Um, the St. Louis Blues set a record in 2004 for the most consecutive playoff appearances. This streak lasted for how many seasons? Uh, 31. No, the Detroit was what 20 something, or was it 19? Yeah, what was it? Detroit was up there, yeah. So it must be like what 25? 25 Esteban on the mark. Uh, nice. playoff fixture from 1979 80 season to the 2003 2004 season. Who was the oh, first wow. player to captain two different NHL championship teams? To captain. Uh, I'm not gonna say it. Different. I'm not gonna say it. It wasn't Messi. I'm not gonna. Say was it? Messi was captain of yeah. Uh, Edmonton. Oh yeah. Rangers, Rangers and yeah. Edmonton. Yeah. 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 I knew it was Rangers. I didn't know he was also captain of Edmonton. Uh, what actually, a jerk. actually, 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 te- technically, <laughs> that's not true. It was the Oilers in '94. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> The New York Oilers. Yeah. Uh, just, um, just like Tampa was uh, Rangers South at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure. Uh, who was the first goalie to ever record cup, 20, South. 20 or more shutouts in one season? First goalie, 20 Damn. or more shutouts in one season. Sawchuck. Jesus. No, but Sawchuck was the best before that at 12. Jesus. One or more, so it's after Sawchuck. Man, was it Wah? No, George Hainsworth, and he had twenty-two. <laughs> George Hainsworth, good old George Hainsworth. Good old Georgie. Uh, yep, that's my George next guess. Um, yeah, that was right on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> yeah, I know that's really. What I was going to say were, Darren Popo, yeah. but I wasn't. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's a tough one. I thought I I really thought it was Frank Grimes, to be honest. <laughs> Good old Grammy. All right, last last oh, but not Grammy. least, who scored the very first NHL goal? NHL history. Oh, I don't know. What team? I don't know. Oh, yeah. God. All right, can you get what the team, team at least? Yeah. Montreal. Yes, Rangers? but not not the I Canadians. Guess. The Montreal Wanderers. The Rovers. Defenseman Wanderers. Dave. Dave Ritchie scored the first goal in NHL history, uh, 1917, against uh, wow. the Toronto Arenas. They actually were named the Arenas. Nice. 
What a great yes, name. Yes, they were. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, Richie was selected they're, by the They're, they're very uh, creative. Why, would they, have, why would they be more than one arena? I, I don't know. <laughs> maybe they played yeah, multiple arenas. Toronto Arena. Yeah, yeah, that, was, that was back in the days when Seattle yeah, used like to be in the league. Toronto, Toronto, Toronto practice yeah. facilities was taken, and they had to go to arenas. <laughs> um, the Toronto factories was just too much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when are we, we going to get a team out of Osaka and call them the flu? Uh, I mean, that would just be <laughs> That's what I, I want. Never, but, I want an know. Osaka flu team. Maybe, maybe, that maybe that'll be our third team. Maybe that'll be our third oh my jersey God. for Bone Storm. Yes, it's got to be. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That would be fantastic. I'll take it a soccer flu you jersey. Do it. Yes, yes, absolutely. Oh my, Marty, Marty would love it. Marty would love it. <laughs> Marty would love it. Marty, Marty would love it. <laughs> oh, it I absolutely mean, would be. One of those things in life that you're just going to keep laughing about. Well, and you know what the logo is, right? It's got to be Godzilla with the thing on his head and the thermometer. Oh, of course. Have his mouth. Of course, of course. Oh, yes. That'd we got a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you would want one. Yeah, Sam, you, you got anything? Bueller? No. <laughs> no. Hello, Sam. Well, Sam. that pretty much does it for us. Uh, but... My beer, I will give a 4-2. Pretty decent. I don't taste spruce. I just taste blueberries, so that's good. Not good, yeah. Spruce blueberry yeah. also. Blue Christmas, by the way. Down the line, swim. I got me a zebra on mine, 4.0 also. Ooh. Cool. I know you guys can't see it because I'm not 4.25. Oh. And shorty. I would have rated this in the... I forget what I've rated this in the past, but I do love the mango crushing it. So yeah, I'm just going to say it's awesome. <laughs> we you all don't lose. even drink beer, Sam. Everyone is wrong on their beer. Um, I don't have anything to quote, so I'm just going to do a random quote from a Simpsons episode because I've never done that before. <laughs> Season 5, episode 15, Deep Space Homer. Stupid carbon rod, it's all a popularity contest. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.